Most men and women today will have more than one romantic partner during their lifetime. However, for many, one romantic relationship is not enough. In the United Kingdom, one large study recently reported that 33.9% of heterosexual men had 10 or more lifetime sexual partners. Among men between 45 and 54 years old, 43.1% reported 10 or more sexual partners. These numbers should be frightening, but then again, this is likely not surprising to most. But there is likely another reason why those numbers are not frightening. Stemming from decades of media depiction of this lifestyle is normal, even the most hardcore Orthodox Catholics may barely raise an eyebrow at hearing of someone moving in with an unmarried member of the opposite sex. Or the same sex, but that is another story. Sociological studies are not needed to show how common it is for women to have children out of wedlock or the rise in cohabitation, although there are certainly dozens of studies that do so. But that is only part of the story. There are statistics that tell an alternative account. For example, a study run by New York Magazine reported that from freshmen to seniors, 41% of women and 49% of men said they were not sexually active. And 39% said they were quote, unquote, virgins. That is not what is expected from the movie depictions of college. This seems to be partially reflected in the latest James Bond film, at least sort of. When one thinks of James Bond, one likely does think of dark suits, Walter PPK pistols, and Aston Martin DB5s. But along with those stereotypical icons of the Agent 007, one likely thinks of a womanizer. Wikipedia even has an entire page dedicated to the Bond girl. Other Google results include lists of all the James Bond girls. One prominent article is titled, Then and Now, 40 of the Most Iconic Bond Women, Nash and that number alone should be some indicator of why this stereotype formed. So how exactly is the trend of less promiscuity reflected in No Time to Die? Well, James sums it up well when he says that he stopped trusting pretty faces a long time ago. And he seems to have followed through on that choice. Madeline Swan remains his primary love interest through the film, with no side relationships or one-night stands. That in itself is impressive, but also not too surprising. For the time being, marriage is still enshrined as a societal institution. One reason lower-class women avoid marriage is because of their respect for it, as discussed in a study where sociologists Catherine Eden and Maria Kefalis talked in depth with 162 low-income single moms in order to learn how they think about marriage and family. Monogamy is still mostly the norm, as seen in the need for modern-day Muslim scholars to craft intricate arguments to justify polygamy. Why argue if everyone already accepts it? Yet, and the rest of that quotation from Bond, which totals to two words, bad judgment James seems to have learned a lesson many need to hear. The Bible reflects this concept well in two verses. Daniel 13:56 reads, O thou seed of Chanan, and not of Judah, beauty hath deceived thee, and lust hath perverted thy heart. Exodus 23:8 reads, Neither shalt thou take bribes, which even blind the wise, and pervert the words of the just. To phrase these verses differently, we are a composite of body and soul. When we make decisions, our body will often affect what choice we make. Simply think of how many times you have made a decision differently because of hunger or thirst. Did you stop working on a project to grab a bite to eat? Make a detour to pick up takeout on the way home? We listen to our lower appetites dash as the medieval philosophers would have described it. For a top-level agent such as James Bond, he needs to be operating at his best, and if he is letting his animal passions dictate his decisions, he is not going to be able to defeat his enemies. Although we may not have to battle with Ernst Stavro Blofeld or Francisco Paco Pistols Scaramanga, we do have our own challenges, and learning this lesson is an important one. And the particular word James Bond chose in that quotation is even more true, judgment is a key step in any decision-making. In fact, 
it is the second step in the three acts of prudence St. Thomas Aquinas lists in his Summa Theologiae. The other two, in case you were wondering, are counsel, the first one, and command, the last one. With this ordering, the ramifications of bad judgment are more clear. One may be able to gather all the necessary information to make a good decision dash but if the lower appetites dictate your judgment, or how you apprehend that information, the decision you actually make will be deficient. Putting that aside, and returning to the interesting fact of Bond's relative monogamy in this film, the soundness of Catholic teaching of the subject is illustrated in some of the more disappointing aspects of the film. To contrast the film's reality with the ideal of the Catholic family, two key quotations from the Catechism will suffice. The conjugal community is established upon the consent of the spouses. Marriage and the family are ordered to the good of the spouses and to the procreation and education of children. The love of the spouses and the begetting of children create among members of the same family personal relationships and primordial responsibilities. CCC, 2201. This first quotation points out one of the key factors that separates a Catholic family from a typical movie family. What is the purpose of family life? Many films focus on romance, the love life, in other words, the parents. Because of this focus, it is no wonder that homosexuality is promoted as equal to the traditional male and female union, there is nothing separating the two if mere emotions is all that matters. But there is something important that is missing, children. And this important, some may say most important, purpose of family and marriage institutes norms for how those in the family should behave. There are crucial responsibilities that must not be shunned, and when they are, something terrible occurs. The family is the original cell of social life. It is the natural society in which husband and wife are called to give themselves in love and in the gift of life. Authority, stability, and a life of relationships within the family constitute the foundations for freedom, security, and fraternity within society. The family is the community in which, from childhood, one can learn moral values, begin to honor God, and make good use of freedom. Family life is an initiation into life in society. CCC, 2207. This second quotation points out why we must defend the family. The family is not an isolated set of relationships. Rather, it is a basic unit of society, which is where true education occurs. Moral values should be instilled in the home. If they are left to a government bureaucracy. Well, it is no wonder that such rampant immorality can be seen in the world today. So where exactly does James Bond play into all of this? Yes, family is important, but where were these themes seen in the film? It may be better to rephrase this question and ask instead, where were these values not seen in the film? From the opening sequence involving a Madeline Swan's childhood with a single parent, to the mirror image of this family dynamic in Madeline's own household, she is also a single parent, something is terribly wrong with the way of life. In the Catechism of the Catholic Church, there is an entire section devoted to the duties of family members. Some duty is not being fulfilled in no time to die, and that duty is bonds. As the Catechism says, the fecundity of conjugal love cannot be reduced solely to the procreation of children, but must extend to their moral education and their spiritual formation. The role of parents in education is of such importance that it is almost impossible to provide an adequate substitute. The right and the duty of parents to educate their children are primordial and inalienable. In other words, you cannot just make babies. You must care for those babies once they are born. And Bond clearly is not playing that role for his child. Now may one retort, he does not know he has a kid dash but is that really an excuse? Having conjugal relations outside of marriage is likely going to lead to situations like that, that can simply be avoided by sticking to the traditional view of how a family should be set up. Madeline and James seem to love each other, the next step is to put a ring on it. 
and although he seems to correct the course of this sad reality temporarily, he missed the key years of his child's early life. The Catechism stresses this, saying education in the faith by the parents should begin in the child's earliest years. As we become accustomed to the world, it becomes more and more difficult to form memories. Memories need something to stick out to make them memorable. This is why people so often remember tragic accidents, but not the formula for the government's intertemporal budget constraint in their economic class. For a child, everything is new. They are so very malleable, and thus deserve special care by their parents, more above anything. A child's life is also a special gift. Simply by looking at the transformation Bond experiences as he comes to the realization he has a child, this simple fact is made manifest. Now, James might get things a little wrong. Life is not all about leaving something behind, as a well-remembered quotation from the film puts it. Now, don't misunderstand this argument, that fact is certainly important. We should not treat the world like a temporary playground, it will be there after we die and should be cared for. The impact we have on others can reverberate generations into the future. And in particular, having children is a unique way we share in the mystery of God. Angels do not procreate, after all. This is a human thing. And an animal thing. But what separates us from the animals is what is created. It is not just another dog or cat that will extinguish its life in 10 or 15 years. Rather, humans give birth to other humans, and humans have an eternal soul. That, we share in common with the angels. As the U.S. Conference for Catholic Bishops puts it in their documents on the life and dignity of the human person, the value of human life is being threatened by cloning, embryonic stem cell research, and the use of the death penalty. Today, more than ever, there are threats to this gift of life. People seem to acknowledge human life as special, as Bond does, but those same people smiling in the theater may be fine with that child being killed a few years earlier. This is also a quiet young white toddler, as Pope Francis says in Laudato Si, when we fail to acknowledge as part of reality the worth of a poor person, a human embryo, a person with disabilities, to offer just a few examples, it becomes difficult to hear the cry of nature itself, everything is connected. In other words, we simply can't care about the prettiest among us. If we want to make sure everyone is honored and respected, we must not leave anyone out. To return to the initial topic of James Bond, ladies man, one has to consider how children come into the world. At the center of the miracle of life is the pregnancy of a woman. One goal of many feminists is to eradicate this special role of the woman and relativize it away. James Bond took many steps in the right direction when it comes to treating women right in this film, or rather, treating a woman right. But there is more to be done. This film is not perfect. We must cherish the special role of women, and protect the family. Because our society depends on it.